Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, it's noon on February 17th, Thursday, and this is news that you can use with your host, Zach and the uh, and uh, and his dear friend and father and uh, what, what whoever the hell I am, I'm Ray. What are you That's doing? Zach opening up a fresh can of Lacroix. What what was that? I don't know. That I, was one of your weakest intros in a long time. You know, not every day's a good day. <laughs> are you getting sick? I I don't. I hope not. I hear it in your voice. I I hope I'm not, but I I don't see how working this closely to you for the last ten days. Uh, with you being sick that entire time, that the uh, likelihood of me not coming down with it is somewhat <laughs> remote. Yeah, please. Just... I've been coughing that direction. Okay, yeah, here's well, the deal. You know what? Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Just cough in my face at this point. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get that show on the road that I'm about to have. Here's the deal. <clears throat> yeah, you and I are not the only ones feeling the sickness. Feeling, feeling the what? Feeling the sickness because we're oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. By the way, I saw that somebody said they were in rainy Texas. Where where exactly is is rainy? Is- so, like, the thing is, my dad uses these jokes on me before the show starts, and I hear them a second time, and it's just – anyway. All right, he didn't like them the first time. Correct, and then you still use it. New vehicle supply. It improved a little bit in January, but many automakers are still – still without vehicles on their lots. I thought that's where we'd start today's show, Dad. There are some automakers who are running out of cars. Who ran out of cars? (laughs) (laughs) Have continued to run out of cars. Yes. You know, this will be quite the podcast when we're both coughing simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah, go ahead. All right. This data comes by way of Cox Automotive. Did you have a chance to peek at it? Um, I, I, I took a minor peek, and I didn't believe any of it. Okay, so let's start this out here. Cox gives us data. Yes. Auto News gives us data. Yes. We have data. We are swimming in data. So to give you some real context here, so what Cox Automotive is telling us is yes. they say Kia yeah. has a 21-day supply of new vehicles. Yes. One way that we can try and see if that's accurate or not is we can open up our vehicle search, and let's actually do this really quick. Okay. And we're just going to look for, no. I don't know, make. Yeah. Kia. Uh, okay. Okay. Kia. Okay. New. And then we want to do new. Okay. All right. Now I can't do it for all Kias, but we can do it for like I don't know. I guess this is just a Kia. Uh, Kia Sorento. Let's look at Kia Sorentos. Okay. So within a 500 mile radius of yeah. us, yeah, there's a 21 day supply of Kia Sorentos. That's that, pretty accurate. That that lines up yeah. with the 21. Okay. Auto News. They put out for a handful of the OEMs, yes. the market day supply. They've had Kia, I think, like a 15, 14, 15 days. Yes. But Kia is lowest on the list in terms of available inventory yes. nationwide. Yes. Very low, 21 yeah. days supply. Yes. Honda. Yeah. 23 days supply. Yeah. They are also running out of cars. Okay. Acura, 25 yeah. days supply. Lexus, 25 days supply. Land Rover. The the average yeah. is 37. Correct. Yes. You can see everyone below it. Mitsubishi, Volkswagen, BMW, Nissan, Mercedes-Benz, Genesis, Subaru, Mini, Porsche, Land Yeah, but, but, you know, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not buying for a second that Subaru has a 28-day supply of cars on the ground because, well, they don't. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. 
we have another resource here that I'll I'll pull up quickly. Let me go. It's joining. But I would say one other thing. If if you're looking for an Alfa Romeo, you should be able to get a deal. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That hasn't changed. Yeah. We have this post. It was all the yeah. way back in October. Which okay. states have the most and least new car inventory? If you remember, you can scroll down to the bottom and bottom and this data from Four Eyes, Four Eyes yes. actually updates yes. in real time. Oh my goodness. So we can see sales levels and yeah. inventory levels. Yes. So this is updated for January. Okay. In each state. And then what you can do. Yes. So let's look at like Maryland where we are. We're still in Maryland. I can yeah. click on Maryland and yeah. I can see Subaru inventory levels in Maryland are down 83% year over year. Okay. So there's no way Subaru has a... A 28-day supply? I don't think so. Well, at least not in Maryland. At least not in Maryland. But I don't think they have a 28-day supply in Podunk, <laughs> Illinois. Let's put I, it to I the mean, test. Let's put it to the test. Let me go. Let's do Subaru. You know, okay, I, I mean, is it back. like in Key West where nobody wants a Subaru that they might have a 28-day supply? Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. So now we're doing Subarus and Kia. No, there we go. We just got Subarus. Subaru. We're doing new. Yeah. Let's do a Crosstrek. Okay. They're very popular. And this is for our area. Yeah. We've got a six-day six supply. Okay. Now let's run it for a different area because I'm, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, so that's you know that's only a 22-day discrepancy. This was where 85254, that's where we that's where I grew up in Arizona. I do believe, yes. Yeah, let's do a 2022 Crosstrek. Yeah. Yeah, 60th and Sweetwater, ladies and gentlemen. 83-day supply. Do you know why? Why is that? Because they're all-wheel drive cars and you're in Arizona. Nobody really cares about an all-wheel drive car in Arizona. This also speaks volumes to what we're Subaru, talking about today is Subaru, regionalized. Yes. Yeah, Subaru is a very regionalized brand. There's parts of the country where they don't sell well at all because they're only available in all-wheel drive. And, and in a lot of areas in the South, people you know, people could care less about all-wheel drive. Uh, when I was with Acura for years and years and years, and the MDX was only available in a super handling all-wheel drive. Well, there were dealers in Florida that were complaining, well, why don't we have a front-wheel drive variant? Um, you know, so uh, because in Florida, we don't need an all-wheel drive variant. So, yeah, Subaru is, is regionalized. In the Southwest, they don't sell as well as they do in the <laughs> Northeast. And, you know, because... Hell, up in New England and, and the upper Midwest, they're an extremely popular car because the only way you can get it is in an all-wheel drive version. Let's put it. Let's let's very quickly put that to the test. Again, this is, you know, inventory levels by state. Let's yeah. go up to I don't know New yeah, Hampshire. Okay, it's very popular. Subaru level inventory levels down fifty-four percent. Rhode Island, they're down fifty-seven percent. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Then we go over to California. Subaru inventory is down seventy percent. So. I know. I hear where you're coming yeah, from. What's, what, what, so go to Arizona and what's it down in Arizona? Let's see. Let's see. Subaru inventory levels are down 78%. But yet they have a, a 3,000 day supply. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is part of the joys of, of, you know, the position that we're in is we get data from a variety of different sources. We got to interpret it. Yeah. You're starting to see how everyone's got a different story that they can tell. That being said, we still know that there are multiple brands that are struggling to get inventory on the ground. And we've got people like Alex Preston-Jacomo. Just, just, just remember this. Huh. Liars figure and figures lie. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty good. Yeah. Bedford, with the kind reminder to hit the like. Thank you for that, Bedford. And yeah, let's, Thank you, Bedford. Let's yes. take a quick peek here for the Kia Forte. So strategic services, yes. how is availability for the Kia Forte? Let's take a quick peek. And I got to mention, yes. this is one of the things that I wish we could do better. 
but I got to mention our market day supply. Yeah. That takes into consideration vehicles that are in transit. I mean, we don't yeah, know. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, because dealers are listing their in transit inventory as well inventory. But so much of that in transit inventory is spoken for. Absolutely. Stuff is pre-sold. So here we go, Kia Forte. Let me do new. This is my my zip code in Washington, D.C. Let's see what day supply looks like on this one. 74 day supply. 477 of them. You know what this also could speak to a little bit? Because day supply is the calculation of selling rate and how much inventory there is. Yes. We know selling rates are going down. Yes. But we also know that there's still not a lot of inventory. And we also know that Kia yeah. and Hyundai are are a couple of the brands that have the highest um, over market uh, adjustment or market price adjustments of any of the brands. Kias are being marked up in the month of January. They were marked up an average of 20, I think it was $2,300 over MSRP. Over MSRP. Yes. But, you know, and, and to a certain degree, you can understand that because the margins in a Kia, the profit margin built into a Kia is a lot, uh, is a lot, um, Thinner, thinner, smaller, smaller than say like Cadillac, where Cadillac was four thousand over MSRP on on a Cadillac Escalade, let's say yep. that that might have uh, a ten percent profit margin built into it. Well, on a hundred thousand dollar car, that's a ten thousand dollar profit margin plus four thousand over. So they're making fourteen, fifteen grand on every Escalade. Dealers are that are doing that. Uh, they're making that's insane. Their, yeah, fourteen thousand dollars on every Escalade they're selling. That's truly, it's truly. Yeah, insane. you shouldn't make that much money on Escalade. You shouldn't make that much money on anyone. Anyway, that's a that, well, that story is neither here nor there. Come on, a G wagon, you will. It actually ties in really nicely, Dad. I know we didn't cue this one up, but AutoNation. Yeah, they reported their fourth quarter net income, their their earnings up. Okay, here's the deal: if you're buying a used car, yeah, we don't we typically don't tell you where you should or shouldn't go. Yeah. You know, we give you the news. Yeah. We, we, Don't we share, buy a used car at AutoNation. They make the most the money. Yeah, they make the most money per car, per pre-owned car sold. Their profit went up 156%, while their revenue only increased 14%. Wow. That's insane. And yeah. Let's see here. They've got um, their new vehicle business suffered, as it reported, just a nine-day supply of new vehicles. Okay. That's down from and, a 10-day supply. And that's the largest... Forty-two of new cars. It in was the forty-two at the end of twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah, so what so many automakers are running out of cars. Yes. But let's see here. Let's see here. They're opening twelve new AutoNation USA outlets. Okay. Wait, I saw something that said Avondale, Avondale, Arizona. It opened a standalone used car AutoNation in Little L. So they opened one in the Phoenix market. Okay. But here's what we want to see. Yeah. So revenue, net income. Okay, they sold one hundred thirty-two thousand vehicles. Um, new and used vehicles, which was down 1.4%. So they sold 1.4% less vehicles and yes. made 156% more. That's pretty good. Dude, that's 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 effed up. Well, you know, it is it is um it is capitalism at its finest. That's insane. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So we could figure so, out what so, their per vehicle retailed was. Yeah, I, I well, I know in the past that you know theirs was like the highest at like fifty five or fifty six hundred dollars per vehicle sold. Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. All right, yeah. let's look at another company that's okay. finding ways to make more money. Twenty twenty two Ford F one fifty gets another price hike, a fifteen hundred dollar increase 
to the MSRP. Uh, but you know, they don't want their dealers charging over MSRP. This but, is one way. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> we're gonna raise your MSRP. So so Ford Motor Company is gonna make their money. Um but they don't want their dealers. Now, personally, I don't think I don't think any dealer should charge over MSRP. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Because in the long run, if you charge people over MSRP, eventually when the market cools, people are gonna go, Well, I, I just spent ten thousand dollars for well, air just to have the ability to be able to buy it, just yeah. so they would allow me to buy it. I got nothing extra for that other than the satisfaction of knowing I paid ten thousand dollars too much. Um and and so smart dealers, in my opinion, wouldn't take advantage of customers that way and wouldn't sell above MSRP because in normal times they would be ecstatic if they could get an MSRP for a car because in normal times nobody's paying anywhere near MSRP. In these times where there's shortages and the laws of supply and demand come into play. Um, you know, oftentimes dealers are asking for more than MSRP. And and it's still, t in, in my mind, I know with Ford and Chevy and they're complaining and they don't want their dealers to charge over MSRP. Well, then make it the selling price, not a suggested retail price. It's a merely, I keep saying it's merely a suggestion and they get to raise the suggestion whenever they so desire. Um, and these are significant increases. Typical, oh, yes. Can you provide some perspective here? What is a typical, it, when you're in the business, year-over-year year MSRP increase? Oh, my God. Model? You know, normally year-over-year, year, you know, maybe maybe the cars went up a couple hundred bucks MSRP-wise. And maybe in a challenging year, there might have been another price increase halfway through the year on the MSRP of maybe another couple hundred dollars, maybe 500 dollars. But Ford has had three price increases on those vehicles uh, since, I think, December. Um, so they're, they're determined to make sure that their margins stay the same. They're, they're also determined to put out PR pieces that would suggest, well, we don't want our dealers to overcharge our customers. But it's okay for us to overcharge our customers, who happen to be the dealers, yeah, um, because that's who the manufacturer's customers are, you are not the customer, the dealer's the customer. Yeah. And and so they, I keep saying it, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. I've worked for enough brands that, you know, I've always understood that when those manufacturers were given the opportunity to do the things for customers that they always suggested we do, uh, well, they always passed on that opportunity. They, you know, they talk about it. Yeah. And that's all it is. It's taught, well, we had this conversation. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. You don't live by it. It doesn't mean anything to you. Now, I'm trying to find, I had been speaking with um, one of our YA members. I'm going to pull it up right here. I'm not going to show it on the screen, but I'm going to pull it up. Okay. okay yeah, this, this okay. is the gentleman. I got to find the email real quick. Okay, so here it is. Yes. And to provide context first before I get into this, Ford is increasing. Um, it says right here for the F-150, a dealer memo sent out on February 10th reveals every trim except for the base XL will cost an additional 1500 except for the Raptor, which will cost an additional 3300 The STX appearance package available on the, available on the XL Super Cab and Super Crew trims, uh, and it will cost $2,310 
uh, will go up another $500. And all Super Duty models will cost $1,000 more. Buyers who place an F-150 order on or before February 14th will be spared the upcharge. The memo making clear 2022 model units invoiced prior to February 15th will not be re-invoiced. Okay? Yeah. Now... I got this email from a YA community member. Hey, Zach, I just got a call from the dealership. He said my 2022 Ram 1500 is in. He also mentioned that when I ordered it in November, uh, the MSRP has gone up $2,400. Can this be correct? And I told him, I said to Robert, I said, you know, ask him for a copy of the the updated invoice that the dealership got. Ask for an updated window sticker. A $2,400 increase, $2,400 increase over at Ram. Yeah. Like this is, this we anticipated this. We saw it initially with the Toyota Tundra, but that also made a bit of sense because it was it's refreshed. What, but what, wow, what we saw, and it's not what we saw. What the manufacturers saw with this shortage of vehicles, they can make more money. Is that the dealers could get consumers to pay in excess of the manufacturer suggested retail price. Manufacturers aren't stupid. They saw that if somebody would pay $10,000 more, then maybe right now, why there's a shortage, our manufacturer suggested retail price is, well, several thousand dollars below what it should be. And so that the manufacturers are raising the prices, okay? They're not increasing the dealer's margins. They're raising the prices to protect the manufacturer's margins, okay? And for the manufacturer to be able to reap... Um, greater rewards while there's shortages. Um, it's up to the dealer to decide whether they're going to sell it at MSRP, below MSRP, or whatever the market is willing to bear. Yeah. And and 80% of all customers last month on new cars... Paid over MSRP. Paid over MSRP. So that, that tells you everything you need to know. It, you know, what needs to happen is if you don't need to buy a new car, take yourself out of the market, okay? Don't buy because you want a new car. Only buy new cars because you absolutely positively need one. Maybe your current car was in an accident and totaled. Maybe it was flooded. I don't know what it is. But if if you have an absolute need, then go ahead and buy a car. But if it's strictly based <coughs> on want, which is why manufacturers come out with new models every year, yeah. updated models every year. Um, hold off. Just hold off so that the market can, can correct itself and get back to where uh, dealers wouldn't dream of getting more than MSRP. Actually, that was a hell of a dream back in the day to be able to get MSRP. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit here, Pops. And bear with me for a second. I see that the headphones are you know, kind of far away, so I won't ask you to put them on. But you I'm going to just I'm gonna... tell me what it says. What, what am... Really? Really? You, you got to be, be kidding. kidding. So everyone in the audience can hear that. So when you talk over it, they hear you and that. Cool. Do you want to try it again? No. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. I got two stories queued up for today's Really. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Both of them interesting, okay? Yes. First one being yes. this one. Yes. Cargo ship full of Porsches and VWs is on fire and drift in the Atlantic. Yeah. Everyone's safe, to be clear. The whole crew of this the ship. Crew was, the crew was rescued. rescued. There is a ship yeah. that holds 4,000 
up to up to we, four thousand. We have no idea how many are on there, but, but it's a big but, ship. But I but I'm but I'm thinking to myself, you know, economics come into play here, and it's cheaper to fill the ship with all the cars that it can handle than to say send it across <laughs> the oceans half full. So I would imagine, yes. Yeah, so it, it holds up to four thousand vehicles, and my guess is it's probably got pretty damn close to the four thousand vehicles, vehicles on it, except for the ones that are maybe sinking to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> exactly. floor at the moment. Exactly. So that's the story. Yeah. Is this ship? Yes. It's just a drift. It is very much so on fire. Yes. It's Porsches and it's VWs, and, and it, it, it ain't making it to Rhode Island. I, what did I say yesterday? I my dad had to report the car facts. My dad had one of the like all time classic tweets. Let yeah. me let me pull it up. Give yeah. me a second. It's pretty pretty. Funny. I mean, bear with me. Bear with me. Pulling it up. You know, I I can see being the the Porsche guy that has his car on order, and you get a little note from your from your. Uh, Dealer, this is you know, there's just a minor issue on the boat. It might have some water damage. So I retweeted this, and then yeah. my dad comes in. I wonder if they report the Carfax. <laughs> it's gotten 13 likes, man. Oh, I'll like it too. It's got 14 you. likes. Yeah, well, pretty funny stuff. Yeah, I wonder if they do. I don't think it's going to get reported to Carfax. I think an insurance company no. is going to pay out a nice bill there, don't you think? Uh, well, if there's close to 4,000 <laughs> vehicles on that boat, let's do the math there. Okay, and let's and, say they're 40,000 a piece. What kind of Porsche is that? I'm saying it's Porsches and VWs, you know. Okay, okay so we can say fifty thousand. Okay, yeah. So say the average is that price, twenty million? I, yeah, pretty much sounds like it. Or is it two hundred million? I'm so bad at math. You are. Carry the one. All right, let's go on to the next story. Yeah, we've got it's it's a lot of money. This is true. Yeah. Oh, I put the wrong link in here, so we got to head back home. Yeah, New York State. Yeah, passed a uh, a, a new law. I don't think they passed a new they law. They didn't pass a new law. I'm just making things up. No, Where yeah, was it? No, they've Where had the it? law. They have, they've had a noise pollution law for years. They just have a new way of figuring out how, it is. how, to, uh, how to ticket people that have vehicles that make excessive noise. New York City now and has can, hidden may, microphones. May, and may I say something? Having lived in Las Vegas. They need this. Um, they need it there because in Las Vegas, it's like you're nothing if your car doesn't, I don't know, make... <laughs> make a racket to scare the poop out of everybody. Yeah. This is true. So New York, yeah, you're right. No new law or anything. New technology. New technology. They're employing new technology in order to figure out ways to ticket the people who are driving these vehicles that make excessive noise. Um, and I know I got a, an email from, from Alex yesterday. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, well, do you think this is government overreach? I said, I don't know. Government, I don't know. We have photo radar. We've had that for years. It's just a different technology in order to uh, in order to figure out who's violating the uh, the pollution. The uh, the um, we learned about this audio pollution. A Sunday post from a New York City automotive Facebook group shows what appears to be a noise ordinance violation notice issued to a BMW M3. Interestingly, there was seemingly no police officer involved. Instead, the notice stated that a sound meter had okay. recorded the M3's decibel level as it drove by a traffic enforcement camera and registered its exhaust noise level in violation of the law. Okay. Fascinating. We drove a car last week, a Shelby GT500. That thing would have gotten a ticket in New York City in a heartbeat. That that thing should get a ticket for noise pollution anywhere. This is true. Yeah. I, I literally, true. last night in my apartment huh. in Bethesda, 
I mean, such racket. And it was a car. It was you know like a Shelby GT or something. And it's like the whole damn neighborhood could hear it. Why? Yeah. Why? What are you compensating for? Something. I just, yeah. So unrelated to really, you got to be kidding me. I want to uh, give Mike D a quick shout out here from the community forum. Now let's and, go to the and, chat and, for a few minutes. Mike is a car deal enthusiast. He is. Mike. He yeah. is indeed. Hey guys, I just wanted to thank you. This is posted on the success stories channel back yes. on the community forum. I just wanted to thank you for all I've learned from deal school and your many other videos. I've been keeping up with you guys for a long time and it's paid off. I shopped around for my dream car, 2022 challenger SRT jailbreak following guidance from your videos and others on how to factory order. Ultimately, I was able to get two offers, $2,500 below MSRP, and the third offer that I accepted was actually for invoice price. Wow. $5,000 below MSRP. I did it just like you guys said and demonstrated that I was willing to walk away, and they took the bait. I'm crazy excited and you can't and can't wait for my card in about three months. Excellent guidance or strategies worked for me. Thanks for all you do and all I learned from you. There was another one. Yes. I, I, I don't think it's on the forum, but we shared it internally. Yes. Um, another person who employed our tactics got an extra $1,000 off of their car deal. You can negotiate again. Yes. I don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know. You can, you but you can, can right now. You can on certain models yep. in certain regions. Um, vehicles are more negotiable than in other regions. Um, and I'm wearing a shirt today under my sweatshirt that says knowledge is power. <laughs> and, and I've always tried to amend that because knowledge itself is not power. Okay. If you have the knowledge and you don't know how to apply it, then there's no power in that knowledge. Applied knowledge yeah. is, um, and, and there's somebody that, watched videos, read blogs, um, took the advice, talk, studied, talked to the, talked learned, to the team and yep. figured out how to apply the knowledge that we were sharing with them so that they could put themselves in a better position when it came time to negotiate their car deal, which is all we're trying to help people do. Well, yeah. One of the things that we're trying to help people do, we're trying to empower people. So want to end on this, just remind folks, we still have the love campaign going do you know why why is that because love is in the air love is totally in the air yeah uh 20 on a ya membership if you want to join us here at yaa 20 percent discount 20 percent discount you're not upcharging no it's not a 20 percent upcharge it's a 20 percent discount you take love Love, right there love yeah just pop it in in there you press apply yeah and then you get the premium membership and it automatically does that well, no, you had to copy it and paste it here. Yeah, but I mean, it'll automatically, once you put it in there and you hit apply, it'll automatically adjust the pricing by 20%. I mean, that's how promo codes work, yeah. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. isn't that how do promo codes work? work? I mean, I yeah. think that's like... You know, you can, like, Google anything. Promo codes are a mixture of letters and numbers that make up a specific code. This code yeah. can be entered into an e-commerce website to gain a discount ah. on a product or service like free shipping. It's a marketing strategy that gives consumers another reason to want to make a purchase. Yeah, like we're trying to. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, I so mean, the cool. whole idea is to is to encourage people to. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed, yes. indeed. And and why 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 are we in the middle of a empty Ford dealership park? Oh, because there's no cars. Because these automakers yeah. have run out of cars. That's what we talked about. Yes, yes. Come on, boss. I'm sorry. I lost. I lost my. I lost my head. All right. Well. Yes. Oh, here we go. What? Stephen Beal. Well, first time in my life I've ever paid MSRP, but it is what it is, 42000 to boot. Hey, MSRP in this market? 42000 for a pair of boots? <laughs> MSRP over the past couple of weeks is a 
perfectly fine deal. We're starting to see some go back down below. Yes. But here's the deal. Yes. I hear it in your voice a little bit. We're going to go get you some hot water, some tea. We're going to get off. No, I'm, I'm leaving. We're going to get off three minutes early. You're going to rest an I'm, extra three minutes. I'm going to the, I'm going to the store. Do you I'm feel going, okay? Genuinely. Do I feel it? I'm feeling a little tired today. A little, little, little worn down. Don't know why. Could be because I've been sitting next to a sick kid for like 10 days. But other than that. Do you have any tests? Tests. Test the last test like I took, I probably flunked. Come right, on, we'll man! Take this I, off I wasn't good in tests. We'll take this off. All right. Okay. I'm are are you talking COVID tests? I don't have any of those. Uh, all right. Yeah, maybe I guys. can pick them up at Harris Teeter. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. Well, see you all tomorrow. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.